0: Here we, go. <laughs> oh. here we go. Hey, what's up? We're back, fine. you guys. We we're back. I can't believe it. We made we're it. Put your hand to the biggest podcast this Here we go now. We go. Go. What? 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 Here what? Oh. Did you guys miss me? Were you guys trying to here figure out now. what was going on while I'm back? yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. What's going on, you guys? Welcome to here we go—an NSYNC sync podcast hosted by awful, awful host comedian Peter Sers, forty-three-year-old straight man Peter Sers um, hasn't been here in a few weeks. Peter Sirs so I, I can explain you guys I can explain but first of all welcome back to the number one sync podcast on the internet titled here we go that's right um, I'm sorry I haven't been here it's been a month you guys and it wasn't my intention I have ever, I had every I, I mean I always have an intention of continuing the podcast and or keeping it consistent I should say um however um I just had some personal stuff. <laughs> um I mean I'll tell you some of it like you know I know people well maybe they don't even listen. I don't know. You guys you guys care. I'll talk about it a little bit. So as you guys know I'm going through a breakup. Kind of tough, but you know I'm you know I, I've had good days, I've had bad days. Things are definitely um going a lot better now, but uh, about a month ago I had <laughs> a bit of a relapse. Um, long story short, uh, I was in Austin, and I thought my ex, you know, who we haven't really talked um, since we broke up, you know, it's been about two months now, I guess, uh, but um, I thought we were going to see each other, and then she decided at the last minute that she wasn't ready to see me, and so it just kind of really messed me up, and there's this whole thing, I was, I'm thinking about moving to Austin, I just, you know, just not in the right headspace and so I didn't do it for you know I was just kind of in a bad place and you know I know some of you guys still follow me on social so I'm a little bit more active on social because that's easier I don't have to like set aside the time I can just post when I need to and bam but you know this takes a little bit of effort and you know time management and whatnot so anyway um, and then uh, you know I had some shows but I, I actually got sick and I lost my voice for about uh, almost a week and I was still like I had a sore throat and just didn't sound right and then I was traveling you know two weeks in a row and then before I knew it I was like fuck dude you know I haven't been here and, and I was like shit it's been a month dude it's been a fucking month so I'm sorry bad host I know I'm sorry but as you know as they say the show must go on um, my voice is better now as you can tell. Uh, probably still sound a little nasally maybe I don't know maybe I always sound like that I don't know you guys could tell me better than I can I personally contrary to popular belief I hate the sound of my voice what I know um so really quick like uh it's been a month and you know I was kind of sifting through things you know not a lot of you know huge um you know, not a lot of huge, in sync, news to speak of. You know, I mean, you know, if if you guys are, are are all about it, you know, I know Chris has some things coming up. He's doing like a dance party in Nashville to raise money for for ALS. Sorry, I'm gonna mess this up. Alzheimer's. That's not ALS. That's the same. No, that's is that this that's not the same thing. I'm so stupid. Sorry. Um, I have it in front of me right here. Just hang on, you guys, for a second. Hang on. It's almost here. It's coming up. I can feel it. And here we ALZ, the Alzheimer's Association. Okay, yeah, so yeah, ALS is not the same. I saw, I remember the the letters. Okay, yeah, so um, they're doing a dance party uh, to raise money for that. Um, Oh, he did it already. He did it, but uh, I know uh, this coming Saturday, December 3rd, Chris is co-hosting the Nashville Holiday Christmas Party with like a bunch of country music, you know, people. um, The Nashville Holiday Music Special um, on WKRN News 2, which I'm assuming is the news station in Nashville. Um, Now, here's a question. Is it Nashville or Nashville? I think it's Nashville if you live there. And I think if you don't live there, it's Nashville. But, you know, Chris is all about the Nashville social scene. I would love, I mean, I've been to Nashville before, but I would love to go uh, to Justin Timberlake's restaurant there. I forget what it's called, but I know he has a restaurant in Nashville. Some of you guys are like, oh, Peter, it's called this. Come on, how can you not know this? I don't know a lot of things, you guys. (laughs) But we're gonna Google it right now. Justin Timberlake. I would pause it, but it takes too long. Restaurant Nashville. It is called though the, the twelve thirty club. Ooh, that sounds sexy already. Um, so yeah, those are kind of like some news on on that um, last week, or I guess this week technically as I record this. But was uh, celebrated the twentieth anniversary of uh, Justin Justified album, and uh, you know, very uh, kind of a a special you know really like a special not moment in my life per se but like you know if you're like me which you guys are cuz we're talking about a band that hasn't been together in al- almost 20 years but um you know certain certain music um reminds me of certain times in my, like you know I, I hear I can hear a song and then immediately you know we talked about this before on the show but you know I can hear a song and immediately you know get transported to you know where i was at that very point in my life what i was doing where was i working you know um you know what who i was dating you know who uh you know just everything like i can and and i can remember like when 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 you know when justified came out You know, it was like, you know, first of all, you know, obviously we thought that it was going to be just a solo album, you know, a little solo side project, you know, for our boy. Um, Didn't know that, you know, he would become, I mean, I guess looking back, I mean, the signs were there, obviously, with him and JC, and as you guys all know, I'm still a big proponent of JC. I think he should still release some music, and I think he could still be a fide, you know pop star Or R&B star or whatever uh, Today because I I know that he Would you know work with some Great producers and write some great Lyrics and just all that stuff you Know but um, you know We we took this album at least I did as like okay cool Like he's doing his Own thing kind of like Michael Jackson did they're gonna Get you know they're gonna Still be together and but like I just Also remember hearing This album And being like man this is like You know, because, you know, I've talked about it, but, you know, I always wanted to be in a boy band. (laughs) That's why I'm still doing this podcast. This is like, I just, I still fantasize about being, even though I don't want to be a pop star, like, I mean, for me, my comedy is my, you know, acting out my pop star dreams. You know, I get to be on stage, I get to have a microphone, you know, I get to meet fans afterwards, I get to travel all over the country and, you know, in other countries, Canada mainly, but, you know it's really cool and uh you know but i remember you know when i was still aspiring to be a pop star thinking to myself like i want to be a pop star you know i was i i I wanted to be in a boy band for sure obviously but at the same time i was kind of like uh you know but i could also go solo but if i went solo you know i would want to play music that Like guys won't be embarrassed to listen to because, you know, I wasn't, while I wasn't embarrassed, you know, to listen to Sync and, you know, take the heat from everybody, you know, mainly dudes that wanted to talk shit to me about listening to this music, I, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't embarrassed. I rocked it, but I know that there was a lot of guys like, you know, especially like when we came out with this with this show that you know kind of came out of the woodwork like i like i loved listening to them but you know i couldn't tell anybody because people make fun of me and it's just like so i wanted to make music that guys wouldn't be embarrassed to listen to in their car and then justin comes out with this and we're like oh shit dude and i'll just i'll never remember um you know hearing just that hook about you like, whoa what's that i'm looking at you what you looking at me. me. What? And I was just like, Oh my goodness! You're scared now. What? Right. Like already, right? Don't feel me, baby. We're like, Okay, it's what's coming scary. next? And then, oh, uh, and then the beat. Good, right? And you were like, Oh, I can dance to this, right? Like, Yeah, I can Let's, dance to this. I kinda noticed it one right. And you're like, Oh man, this is way different than anything I've ever heard, right? And then fast forward, right? Fast forward. Wow, it's the same glow. Went to me, I say yeah, it's the same dough. We the same toe. That. That. I'm trying to right, right, right. And then right here was when it was like, oh, that was over. Right here. You know, right. I used to dream about this. we were like, Justin, way. what are you doing, dude? This is too hard. We end up this way. Uh-uh, drums. Hey. It's kinda special, right? Uh uh. Yeah. uh. And he's like talking. You know, if you, you think, think about, about it, it, sometimes awesome people are just destined, destined. Destined to do what, what they do. do. And you're like, oh fuck, dude. And that's what I That's is. right. Now Not everybody did. And just like I, I will never forget where I was. When I heard that song for the first time I was in my car I used to drive I had a 1998 (laughs) uh, Black Ford Mustang GT um, Lowered You know tinted windows It was black I said that black leather inside Tinted windows I had black lights on the outside Like it was like the coolest And it had dual. I mean whatever right But like I had a cool fucking car And then I had a dope-ass sound system in my car. And then this song came on, and that beat, and I was just like, this is different, dude. And and immediately I was like, Justin is doing what I wanted to do. Like, he's making music. Like, this isn't pop, dude. Like, it'll get classified as pop because he's white, but this is is R&B. This is hip-hop. This is something different. This isn't bubblegum pop. Like, all the haters, the... You know, in sync, and that's it's that's not real music, and blah blah. blah. I'm like, no, you, you can't fucking talk shit about this. So that was something, you know, when I saw that it was 20 years. It's like, man, it's like I and I remember listening to the songs, and I remember, you know, I used to work at a gym, and I remember listening to just the, all the whole album, you know, like front to back. You know, it's again, it's another album that um, I listened to front and back, and then you know, a few months after this album came out, you know, I got broken up with. So there's a couple songs on here that, you know, kind of, you know, took me, helped me through that breakup. Um, you know, my whole life has been breakups, right? <laughs> um, but so, I mean, and to think of what, you know, I mean, it doesn't seem like 20 years, but it just, because it just, you know, it just time flies. It really does. But I, I have lived, you know, several lifetimes since then. But I mean, gosh, I, I still listen to that album, I still, you know, like, it feels like something eating up, can I leave with you, and the ladies go, I don't know, like, come on, dude, like, and when he sings these songs, like, in concert, and it's just, like, it's still, it's still there, man, that's how you know that it's a great song, you know, the songs don't really get played out, um, so, so, yeah, so, congratulations to Justin for, you know, essentially changing the game, right, you know, and, launching himself into, you know, relevancy immediately like, you know, not not, you know, not un I don't know this is not a word, but not un I guess that is a word. Not unlike, you know, Michael Jackson when he came out and, you know, from the Jackson 5 and came out with his, you know, his first couple albums while they were good, you know, like off the wall. It's like, yeah, like if you like disco and everything, but really Michael Jackson came with it, you know, when when he brought uh the thriller album like with Billy Jean and beat it and then it was like, No, he's here. Like the first one was like, yeah, it was kind of like a side project, which is what we thought Justified was. But Thriller is when Michael Jackson was like, Yep, I ain't doing the fucking Jackson five anymore and you know, that's kind of what, you know, Justified was essentially for Justin, you know? Um so anyway, I thought that was cool. Um I, I, I would I wouldn't be a, uh, you know, uh, a pop person if I didn't address, you know, the loss of Aaron Carter a few weeks ago. You know, I remember um, Aaron Carter, I want to say, you know, I was never really a fan of Aaron Carter necessarily. But I remember going to see Britney, and he op- and him opening for Britney one time, and you know, and you know, all, all the guys in the band, you know, kind of posted something about it, and you know whatnot. It's just very sad, you know. Uh, but w- what made me think about it was, uh, you know, Lance was at the the tree lighting at the Grove, which I didn't fucking know he was going, and I was there. I mean, I, I, you know, I live here, but uh, if I would have known he was going to be there, I might have fucking shown up. But, you know, he took a picture with Nick Carter and, you know, talked about, you know, getting fatherly advice from Nick Carter or something like that. And about how to get frosted tips, which was really funny. Um, I'll tell you what, Nick Carter, he's one of the few guys that still kind of looks, you know, not kind of, like looks really good still. You know, some of these... You know, old you know n- '90s and 2000s pop stars. You know, they get older. They kind of, they kind of let themselves go. But Nick Carter looks great, man. You know, so I, you know, I really feel for him and his family. You know, I read his biography. Uh, I don't know about seven years ago or so, and it was very sad. You know, his family. You know, with his sister. You know, and his now obviously his brother. Like they, they went through some stuff, man. You know, so you know while it was sad, you know, hearing about Aaron Carter you know it was one of those things where it didn't nec- it didn't necessarily come as a surprise, you know, sadly. Um that's always really sad when, you know, somebody dies and you just don't uh you're like, you know, like Whitney Houston or you know, RIP, but like Mac Miller, like there's certain people who you know are like kind of going through, you know, they're struggling through their demons in different ways and you know when you hear about them dying, like I said it's sad, but it doesn't come as a surprise, and that's kind of how I felt about Aaron Carter. So, you know, R.I.P. You know, um, it's sad. You know, really is. It's it's really hard. I mean, and I don't. I can't tell you from personal experience, but you know, becoming really famous at a really young age—it it usually, you know, I mean, it's it's the it's the age-old story. You know, we've seen it so many times. You know, I mean, look at Britney. You know, I mean, don't really know. How it ended up getting to where it is But I mean she got famous really young You know you got you know like the Demi Lovato's and you know Miley Cyrus Even though you know she kind of had her phase She's kind of leveled out a little bit And she seems pretty normal But like the Lindsay Lohan's And like just all of those People that got famous I mean look at the Olsen twins I mean they're billionaires But like you know, they got some They've got some issues you know Um, So I can't. I, mean, I can't imagine You know even though As a kid, I probably would have liked to have been famous. You know, I kind of I always talked about like how I wished my parents would have got me into like you know some of the stuff that like you know the boy band guys. You know, taking them on auditions and stuff like that when they were kids. Like I would have loved to have done that, but looking back, you know, just with my family history and my dad's history with alcohol and drug abuse, it's like oh maybe it's better that you know I have to wait till be an adult to if to achieve any of that you know i feel like i know how to control things a little bit better now but so just very sad um but um in a stroke of good luck or bad luck um that's not the right choice of words um you know when i left you guys on the last episode i talked about how we were finishing um the official in sync catalog and i kind of had you know, I didn't I, I? Didn't lead with what we were gonna do next, um, and then somebody reminded me that uh, last year, as we were going over the uh, the the songs and whatnot, I started the Christmas album, um, Home for Christmas, and I didn't get through the whole thing. So I thought, you know what? Let's close out this year with uh, going over the songs that we you know hadn't hadn't gone over yet so this week um, we're gonna go over it's christmas which i know you guys love uh, right right that's right it's time now if you don't uh celebrate christmas i'm sorry <laughs> you're an sync fan so you love the album anyway right they don't have any hanukkah songs um you know great song great original song uh written by uh <laughs> who oh uh cherry thomas and peter rees uh, hold on i think i went to the wrong song we're not on it's christmas we are ahead we're on in love on christmas that's why i was so confused. Bells, that's right that's bells, right written by joel jojo haley jingle casey bells, haley casey and jojo get it rory bennett Yeah, so I've already spoiled, uh, buried the lead. So next week we'll be going over it's Christmas, but today we're going to talk about in love on Christmas. Like I said, they they wrote it with a, uh, with Casey and JoJo. Um, so uh, let's just go over and we'll talk. You know, uh, if you're like me, really quick, like since, you know, I always make these about me a little bit. Um, you know, Christmas time for me is always, uh, it's always, I used to love, I mean, I think as kids, right, we all love Christmas. Um, you know, it's, it's about getting presents and Santa Claus and all that stuff. And then you kind of get a little bit older and you realize Santa Claus Claus isn't real. And so then you get into like, okay, well, what am I going to get? And as you get a little bit older then you start, you know, valuing, you know, maybe just seeing your family and whatnot. And then, you know, if you're like me, unfortunately, you know, maybe you lose a loved one, you know, and heaven forbid, you lose them around the holidays, and then from then on, you know, your holidays is never the same, because somebody that you love dearly, you know, is no longer in the picture anymore, but at the same time, you know, you have those memories of them, but it's just, it's just like this bittersweet kind of, like, you, you miss the people that aren't there anymore, um... And so for me, uh, like I said, I know quite a few of you guys follow me on social, but uh, the holidays are always hard for me because my mom died right after Thanksgiving, and, you know, I was 20 when she died, so it was, you know, it, w- it was tough. I was too young. I think you're always too young to lose your parents, but I think 20 is too young to not have, um, you know, your your parents around, you know, for the some of the most important parts in your life, you know. And so for me, you know, every Thanksgiving and Christmas after that was always, was always tough because I didn't have, you know, the person that made it kind of the best for me to be honest. Like, you know, my grandparents always did a good job, you know, I had great sets of grand, or I had, I had three great grandparents. And when I say great, not like great, like they're my great grandpas. Like I had one set of grandparents, grandma and grandpa that were amazing And then my grandmother on my mom's side was also amazing. Uh, My grandfather had like five or six different families uh, because he was not faithful to my grandmother. So we weren't really his priority. And so that's why I'm just like, eh, you know, he was just kind of there for me and didn't really speak English. so, um, So anyway, grandma, you know, was great though. But like I said, um... Holidays is always hard because it makes me think of my mom and, you know, but, you know, I've been fortunate enough to have, uh, you know, over the years, various, sorry, the dog's barking, (laughs) um, various, you know, special, significant others that, you know, made the holidays a little bit more enjoyable because, you know, with that void of my mom not being there, hey, shh, calm down, buddy, um, that joy of my mom not being around, you know, kind of get that replacement with, you know, significant others, but, you know, as you know, um, some of them have come and gone, or they've all come and gone, so, it's a little bit different, so, if you have those special ones uh, in your life, then just enjoy that time, because, you know, not to be deadbeat, but, you know, sometimes, the people that you care about and you spend the holidays with, they're not always here, whether it's, you know, by choice (laughs) or whether they leave us suddenly for various reasons, death and whatnot. So anyway, let's get into in love on Christmas. Um, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle jingle all the way, jingle all the way, jingle all the way, jingle all the way. I get it. Um, Christmas time is so special (laughs) when you're okay. Where did this come from? Well, I'll read the line: When you're, when you're kissing me under the mistletoe. I wish I knew the history of mistletoe, and I'm not going to look it up now. Exchanging loving gifts, right? Sitting in front of the tree, me holding you and you holding me. Great, perfect rhyme. Perfect rhythm. Um, it paints the picture, you know, of spending Christmas with that special someone. Um, perfect. Been there. Even better if there's a fire involved, right? Wishing, I pray to be in love on Christmas, because Christmas loves give. <laughs> Christmas loves. God, I can't. <laughs> because Christmas love. Gives me that feeling. Wishing. I pray. To be in love on Christmas. Because everybody. Should be in love with somebody. On Christmas. Um, And then I'm going to hope. That. Uh, I mean I hope everyone knows what that feels like right. That's what I'm talking about like. At some point you get it. And then there's. You have like that special, you know, person to share it with. And then eventually you have a family and you have kids or dogs or, you know, whatever. Um, but I'm going to try to get through this next part. Hopefully. Last year, Christmas, it happened without us. It's going to be me this year. <laughs> I was all mixed up and confused. I didn't know what to do, Baby. I never thought I'd feel this way. I thought that Christmas was a happy day. I always thought that Christmas was a happy day. I always prayed that Santa'd pack love on his sleigh and send it my way. Wishing, I pray to be in love on Christmas because Christmas love gives me that feeling. Wishing, I pray to be in love on Christmas because everybody should be in love with somebody on Christmas. Like I said, um, having lost our mom, you know, way too young, um, you know, it changed how I looked at Christmas, but I was, you know, I was lucky enough to have a couple, you know, really great people that made me look forward to Christmas again, you know, when they were in my life. Um, What a beautiful time. Time it is. A time to open gifts and play with all the kids. Yes, it's Christmas. Yes, it's Christmas time again. Girl, I love you. Yes, I love you. It's Christmas time again. To be in love on Christmas. I think I never had a white Christmas but I almost did a couple times when I was in Oklahoma, like I usually, it just missed snowing, or it was really cold, I don't think I ever had snow falling, actually, I, I always just miss it, but, um, you know, for the last few years, I did have that love on Christmas, and in years past as well, but don't think it's going to be the case this year, so I'm Just gonna have to make do. If you're if you're alone on Christmas, I get it. I feel for you. Luckily, I have my family, which I've always had. You know, so makes it a little bit easier. You know, I'm not gonna be totally alone. Um, I'm I'm not gonna be alone at all. I just wanna have someone to you know to make out with. Um, What a beautiful time it is. Happy time to open gifts. Yes, now it's Christmas time. And I am yours, and you are mine. Oh, when you're kissing me, right under my Christmas tree, baby, come close to me, because this is how it should be. I mean, yeah, I get it, man. (laughs) I've I've gone through different phases when you know. I mean, I I remember went through one phase. Where I had just, uh, my, this is, uh, I had, I had, you know, I mean, every, every relationship I've ever been in, like, I love that person, obviously, but like, I really love that person. Like, I don't, I'm not a serial monogamous dater, you know, like, I don't just get into relationship after relationship. Like, I've had three really long relationships. In my lifetime. Um, but I remember one year right around Christmas is when I found out that, uh, my ex had been cheated on me. <laughs> and it did not make for a good Christmas, let me just tell you. Um, so anyway, yeah. I just wanted to be alone. I didn't want to see anybody, not even my family. That's how crazy it was. And I didn't, what was worse is that I couldn't tell anybody because I was like embarrassed as if it was like, my fault, or something, and it wasn't like you know, but I was embarrassed, and I just kind of you know, sheltered in by myself, and you know, so, um, but it's right, like, Christmas should be spent with people that you love, hopefully, that including a significant other, but you know, um, wishing I pray to be in love on Christmas because Christmas loves give Christmas. I can't fucking, <laughs> it's the second time I've done that because Christmas love gives me that feeling wishing. I pray to be in love on Christmas because everybody should be in love with somebody on Christmas. Um so yeah, so we have a a few songs for the next few weeks. So we're going to be going over the Christmas album. What? That's what I'm talking about. Um we'll go till uh the week right before Christmas, which is the uh the week of december i might even do an episode right after christmas i might do that last week i'm not really going anywhere so we'll see but for the next few weeks we're going to be going over christmas songs from home for christmas if that's okay with you if you like them great I do have a couple guests lined up so it won't just be just me so thanks uh, thank you for your patience you guys i'm sorry you know sometimes life happens man but uh i think we're uh think we're turning the corner so i'm pretty sure we'll be we'll be good to go for the next uh for the next few weeks and moving forward and i i still uh can't tell you what we have planned uh once we finish the christmas album but uh you'll see i promise it'll be fun okay so uh thank you guys so much for listening and uh this has been here we go and i will see you guys next time hey. Christmas time is so special when you're kissing me under the under the. Moon. Moon.